Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Well, one of the things that happens when you become a mom is you are unwittingly indoctrinated into the Bad Moms Club. And uh, we like to convene here on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, and uh, we do it with the aptly named Bad Moms Club. So apparently I'm a bad mom. Join the club, honey. Bad moms, bad moms, what you gonna do? What you gonna do when they cry for you? Bad moms, bad moms, what you gonna do? What you gonna do when they cry for you? This is Bad Moms Club on the Colleen and Bradley Show. All moms are good until proven bad through public shaming on the radio. And then they're part of the club. Um, yeah. So I go first and then you get to go. Uh, you other moms out there who want to confess what made you a bad mom this week, 651-641-1071. And then by unburdening yourself, we will reset your mom's status to good. Uh, and uh, But I go first. And so you want to know what I did this week? Yeah. So I have an 11-year-old and two 8-year-olds. Mm-hmm. One of my 8-year-olds, their twins, is a girl. And this week, I think it was Tuesday or Wednesday, she was going off to school and she came for her goodbye hug and kiss and yeah. I put my little hands on her cheeks and I looked at her and I said, Tilla, are you wearing makeup right now? And Tilla, who is not one to usually lie, said, no. And I'm like, I have eyes. You're totally wearing makeup right now. Okay. And then I thought about it for one split second and I was like, I don't know what the policies are about makeup at school and I just let her go. I was like, go, wear the makeup to school. Oh, I thought you were going to like, you know, wash your mouth out with soap no. for lying to you or something. No, she, but she had a full face. I mean, she really looked, and I'm telling you a full face of eight-year-old makeup. It looks more like a clown maybe. And she, and I let her lie to me and I just said goodbye and pretended like I didn't notice that she looked like a clown and sent her off to school wearing bad makeup and let her and the, but the bigger thing is I let her lie to me well I was gonna <laughs> say I that just didn't have time that, that seems like the the sticky point I don't know what the policy is at school are they not supposed to wear makeup I have I still don't know so that's another thing that makes me a bad mom I don't know I didn't care enough to check oh, so okay. I just was well, like bye see you later um she came home I assume yeah she totally piece, did in one piece you're golden she had still had makeup on too. I mean, I don't know. It might take days for that stuff to wash off. I don't even know. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. Oh, I feel a little bit better because I said that. Uh, if you've been a bad mom this week, it's your turn. Emily's on the line. Hi, Emily. 
Hi. What made you a bad mom this week? So I have a de-stressing coloring book. You know, they're really popular lately. Oh, and yeah. I bought, Adult coloring books. And, like, it has patterns and designs. It's an anti-anxiety. It's not like dirty pictures or anything. No, no, I just meant that adults color in them, not that it's <laughs> oh, yeah, naughty yeah. pictures. <laughs> Well, when you say adult coloring book, it sounds like, you know, something... Brown chicken, brown cow. Mm -hmm. Right. So I have my special coloring book, and I bought, like, special color pencils and markers and stuff to color in it to just kind of de-stress. I won't let my four-year-old touch any of my stuff, and he always sees me coloring, and he's like, Mom, can I use this? And I always have to say, No, why don't we get yours? Just because I don't want him to ruin. Oh God, I don't think clothes. that's bad at all. I think he's learning that like what's yours is yours and what's his is his. I think that's right. But know. Emily, by unburdening yourself here, we will reset your mom's status to good. I have like a little sound effect coming. It's not ready yet. So for now, uh, let's see what can we do. Let's do this. The Swedish chef absolves you. Yes. So now go on about your week and bad mom some more and we'll talk to you again. Uh, And let's go to Anne. It's Anne's turn to unburden herself. Anne, what made you a bad mom this week? Okay. Well, normally I don't use shame in my parenting. Right. Um, Good plan. I did this week. Uh-oh. Because what every day we do the same thing, right? You get in the car and you get buckled. My children can buckle themselves. They're five and nine. And every day, it's like, seriously, what is wrong? I just lost it one day. I just like, like your only job is to get in the car and get buckled. That's all you have to do. Why does this take 10 minutes? And so I just, yeah, I, that doesn't sound like a lot. But my I, five-year-old proceeded to scream and cry, and I felt horrible. Well, and so. then you were like, okay, so now next time I just need to find, you know, like a gag or something so that you, yeah. so that you don't have to right. deal with the reaction and you can just have your own reaction. Right, but it's just you just get so tired of repeating yourself over and over. Sit down. Sit down at the table. Sit down mm-hmm. at the table. Eat your food. Eat mm-hmm. your food. Eat your food. Mm-hmm. Get your shoes on. Get your shoes on. Yep. And it's just... You're tired. Anne, first of all, I want to play for you the Swedish chef of uh, <laughs> of forgiveness. Uh, you are forgiven. You. But Anne, don't you feel like I've I've said this before. I just I should just record. I want a soundboard yeah. of myself on my on my phone. Get your yep. shoes on. And then all I have to do is just hit that button <laughs> over and over again. Because I'm like, how many times do I have to say this? Well, you know, um, when you're training a dog they always tell you that if you, you that if you have to say it more than once you're losing I, okay well i'm yeah. so long losing yeah i mean we've we've all lost right <laughs> <laughs> thank you Anne. have a great day and call us next week when you bad mom again it is honestly the worst and i hate to even bring this up but uh there used to be a very funny a stand-up act about this mm-hmm. by Louis C.K. Oh, sure. But where he basically talks about how he ha- his kid is a jerk. And he's like, I know it's not a nice thing to say, but if he if my kid were my friend Bob and Bob wouldn't put his shoes on, we'd be like, Bob's a jerk. He used more colorful language. Yeah, oh, I'm sure. But like my kid, just get your shoes on, get your shoes on. He won't get his shoes on. He won't. It's the worst. And parents, I, 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 we, I get it. Soundboard. That's no, my next thing. I just that's my I, next app. I appreciate this daily or this weekly dose of uh, contraception. Mm-hmm.
Is it this is the only thing that's working as contraception? No. I mean, there's, you know, nature, but. <laughs> yeah. No, it's. Yeah. Anyway, all you bad moms out there, we salute you. We will reset your mom status to good. And go on to Bad Mom some more. We'll talk about it again next week. Now, when we come back, we had read a blind item a few weeks ago where we learned that in this blind item, supposedly Wendy Williams is on the payroll of Jay-Z and Beyonce. Well, Bradley says, huh, not so sure now. And he's got the evidence to prove it. Yeah, there's a couple things that uh, I'm going to share with you that indicate perhaps, just perhaps, the story we've been told is not the truth. Uh-huh. And we will hear those stories after this on My Talk 1071. Well, we love blind items on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And recently we read a blind item that led us to believe that Wendy Williams was on the payroll of Beyonce and Jay-Z. Yeah, uh, there was a while back that, uh, and Holly, um, if you remember any other details, you feel free to jump in. But essentially, it made the uh, the claim that Beyonce, or excuse me, Wendy Williams, rather, was on the payroll of Jay-Z and Beyonce, as Colleen said. And um, that was, it seemed kind of shocking, right? Or weird. Like, we tried to figure like, out why, why would, would that be. Why and, would that be? Yeah. Um, I don't remember if there was a particular reason why that was. I think we thought that it was she was on the payroll to not say because Wendy Williams can be kind of biting and snarky that she wouldn't. Wasn't it that we thought she would not say negative things about them or something okay, like that? So that could very well be. Uh, then yesterday I saw this tease that Beyonce's dad, Matthew Knowles, was going to make his Wendy debut. Ooh. Which I don't know that having Beyonce's dad on your show is like the best use of your um, on the payroll uh, business, if indeed that's true. So let's listen to a little bit of that audio of uh, Beyonce's dad. He's going to talk here, I think, in this clip about um, that infamous elevator experience. Mm. Remember with Solange, Beyonce and uh, Jay-Z? Beyonce's a very, very private person, though. Uh, When you saw Beyonce, Solange, and Jay-Z and and the security in the elevator thumping, what was your reaction to that? I I have to tell you, I laughed so hard. (laughs) I laughed so hard because, you know, if you know Solange, that's Solange. That's Solange. You just never know what you're going to get. Firecracker. Don't know where she get that from. Uh, (laughs) But... uh, you know, I, then Beyonce would be in the corner, quiet, just kind of like, when y'all finish, let me know. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I, I just laugh. Laugh. Okay, so that was a clip. Mm. There's nothing particularly revealing in there. But again, remember, we're starting with the premise that uh, Wendy Williams is on the payroll of Jay-Z and Beyonce. So I see this headline that her dad is going to be on the show. And I'm thinking, well, I don't feel like they have the best relationship. Why would he be coming on the show? So then I'm curious, er, and I'm like, well, okay, I want to believe this blind item. So let me do some digging and see if Wendy Williams has been talking about Beyonce at all and like what her attitude is. Because, again, if she's on the payroll, you'd think she'd be saying nice things. Right. Well, we missed a huge one back after the Super Bowl. And I found this article that says Wendy Williams gets dragged to the depths of hell by the beehive. Uh oh. Uh, And I'm like, ooh. Okay, that's probably not good for somebody who's supposed to be on their payroll, right? 
And it turns out that you'll remember, we have to go all the way back to the post-Super Bowl, mm-hmm. uh, Fergie. Uh-huh. You mean her? Or not uh, not the Super Bowl, the NBA okay. All-Star Game when Fergie, Fergie did the butchered national, the anthem. national Anthem. Yes. yes. And uh, in talking about that... Wendy Williams uh, essentially threw a bunch of people under the bus, including but not limited to Beyonce. She said of the former Black Eyed Peas member that she needed to be auto-tuned at all times, right? So Mm -hmm. she said that of Fergie. Mm -hmm. And then she said also, by the way, Janet Jackson and Jennifer Lopez also need auto-tune. Wow. Okay. Okay. And then she said Beyonce needed auto-tune. Her audience freaked out and was like, I don't know. Are you drunk? Immediately right after that, she said uh, Aretha Franklin, Adele, and Mariah Carey did not need auto-tune. Okay. So. (laughs) I'm actually curious about a lot of things right now. (laughs) One of them being uh, Wendy Williams' ears. But go on. Yeah, exactly. So then I said to myself, well, if. Wendy Williams is on the payroll of Jay-Z and Beyonce at this point. I'm wondering if perhaps the check has bounced. Mm-hmm. And she's just angry about because it. Because you don't, you don't say Beyonce needs to be auto-tuned if indeed you're on her payroll. Right? Am I right or am I missing something? No, I feel like you're right. And, and I'm trying to go back in my mind to remember why we thought it was Wendy Williams. It was a talk show host that was trying to get into a Grammys after party by being on Jay-Z and Beyonce's payroll. That was sort of the storyline. And I don't feel like it was confirmed, but the most people were guessing that it was Wendy Williams, right? But if you're on their payroll... You're probably, or maybe she's trying to throw us off the scent, well, and that's fairly like, oh, was it? Yeah, so this was I confirmed, couldn't remember. and it didn't really go into detail about this blind eye about why she's on the payroll. It just was an aside, kind of saying, oh yeah, by the way, oh. she's on their payroll. By the way, Holly, is this the one from, is it from September 27th? No, so this one's from January 25th of this year. Oh, okay, we're, we're finding a, more. There's another one that I want to share, but you, do you have it in front of you? Yeah, so here's the blind item confirmed on crazydaysandnights.net from January 25th of this year. It said the Grammys are only a few days away and already there's drama. This power couple, Beyonce and Jay-Z, personally invited Wendy Williams to be a part of their entourage at both the Clive Davis party, the ceremony, and the after parties. When organizers of the Grammys heard about this breaking of protocol, usually the Recording Academy cuts sends out the invites, they panicked. They barraged Jay and Bay and their PR people to disinvite Wendy Williams because of comments she made about the Me Too movement, which someone from Jay-Z's company is really pushing attendees at the ceremony to be supportive of. Mm. No word yet on if Wendy Williams will go or if she will skip, but I wouldn't be shocked if she- All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounters stories out there from all over the world and the beauty of it is that i bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe download and subscribe to uap on any of the major podcasting platforms and you can also find it on uappodcast.com i'm bradley trainer and i'm don mcclain we have a podcast called blinded by the item a blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out it's a guessing game and you can play along the item might be like this a-list star carries a birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. You stayed away. Now, those white roses are what they're talking about as part of supporting the Me Too movement. That's what they were at the Grammys. And I believe it was people from Rock Nation, Jay-Z's company, that were really pushing that initiative. Mm-hmm. So again, I mean, maybe there's a you know a, an, an excuse or a conversation that we're missing about how this all goes down, or maybe Wendy felt the need to you know have some independence and got a stern talking to, or again, you know, was like trying to throw us off the scent, and that's something that's like not that bad. Um, but way back in September, there's this blind item which is somewhat related, but go with me. It says, when I first read the headlines about this talk show host's spouse cheating, I was skeptical. Hmm. Because they have a, quote, business arrangement marriage similar to Beyonce and Jay-Z. So, I did some digging and wasn't surprised to find out that this was a publicity stunt orchestrated by the talk show host and her husband, plus this overseas newspaper who's trying to break into the TV entertainment news game. Do you know who that is? The Daily Mail. Daily Mail, sure. The mistress in question is actually a PA for the talk show host, and before that, she was a dancer in music videos. I know you're thinking, what about that Love Nest apartment? Well, the husband actually bought that for him and his wife, not the mistress. Miss Talk Show host then called the paparazzi to descend on her when she entered the studio to work right after the fake headlines broke. Also, the initial named rapper and his wife are in on it as well. She's a master of publicity stunts, always has been. Interesting. So this makes me think that they are indeed in bed together. It's just a matter of, you know, figuring it all out. I Does it not? I'm sorry. And I just, I feel like Crazy Days and Nights has this website with the blind items that's written by this entertainment lawyer who seems to be in the know and typically is breaking news before the news actually breaks. It has like rocked my entire world and my perception of what we see in tabloids and on television. And I am to this place where I'm like, it sounds really exhausting to be a celebrity. It honestly, all that straight. It honestly makes me think of, do you remember the movie conspiracy theory? Yes. With uh, Julia Roberts and Mel Gibson. I mean, some days you just feel like Julia Roberts. Oh my gosh. And Mel Gibson. And then we all find out Patrick Stewart was behind it all along. Oh, my gosh. Oh. Captain We would have caught him if it weren't for those crazy kids. All right, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got some celebrities behaving badly, and we're going to call them D-bags after this on hey, My Talk 107.1. Behaving badly. It's one of our favorite things to cover on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, and Lord and Lady D-Bag. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Oh Lord. I have no patience for celebrities today. I really don't. Uh, is that different one, than other days? Well, less so today. Mark okay. Consuelos, do you know who that is? That is the husband and also the soap opera co-star of Kelly Ripa. Yeah, and former stripper. Uh, oh, really? I did not know that. Yeah, and he's a good-looking man. And he's a great husband, I'm sure. Or it's a totally arranged thing and, and they don't actually live in the same house. I don't know, because celebrities. <laughs> but uh, the story that I'm reacting to, more than the people, because I don't know them, is... 
Mark Consuelo slams body shamers who criticized Kelly Ripa's bikini body. Quote, I love you. Keep killing it. I mean, oh, isn't that cute? <laughs> so like if you're at the, you know, checkout line, ladies, uh, you're just going to have all sorts of warm and fuzzies <laughs> for beautiful Mark Consuelos and his darling bride. Like Kelly a Ripa. knight in shining armor. Can I just break this down, though, please? Break it down. So, uh, Kelly Ripa, can you, like, <clears throat> Kelly Ripa getting body shamed is hilarious, mm-hmm. as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. Because I'm sure, you look, there are trolls for days. It very rarely has anything to do with the person involved. We've talked about this issue many, many times. Mm-hmm. Like, you should not be surprised if somebody is a, a jerk Troll's going to troll. Troll going to troll. Thank you. Um, There was a picture, a few pictures, I think of, um, there's one he's referencing in particular of her, like a bikini body. Mm -hmm. And some people were not having it. Maybe they thought she was too skinny, whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, Her bikini body, by the way, simply her body in a bikini, in a bikini. And by the way, as far as I'm concerned, being superficial and all, she looks amazing. She looks fantastic. Now, this is what he responds to the trolls. Quote, I wanted to take a couple days to weigh in. Probably should have earlier, arguably. But I wanted to be above it. Well, now I'm not. I posted this pic of the women I most admire as a playful tribute to my wife, who I'm proud of in endless ways. She works extremely hard in her professional life, and her commitment to exercise, healthy diet, is admirable, and the benefits show. Yes, she's wearing a bikini at age 47, and will no doubt wear one for many years to come. If that offends you in some way, if it triggers you or some other psychosis you're suffering from, I suggest you get over it and get used to it. To all... Oh, he said more. Oh, here. Uh, to all the... Males. Oh, okay. It got chopped up. Yeah, to all the, To all the males that had something negative to say, I suggest you bring it up with me. If I ever... If ever I'm lucky enough to run into you, I'm going to get back to my vacation now. Thanks for allowing me to express myself. On my ooh, Instagram page. Ooh, you really told those haters of your beautiful wife on your rich vacation. Gosh. Wow. That was just speaking truth to power, Mark Consuelos. Are you kidding me? Look, I get like, you know, from a, a husbandly perspective, blah, blah, blah. He's I'm that's amazing what you did. But like, it's just so self-aggrandizing. It's so like all about you. Like the pictures of his wife. She is beautiful. Do you really like do we really need to live in a world where we contemplate and feel sadness for Kelly Ripa's internet shaming trolls. I mean, it's just, to me, it is so pointless that it just drives me insane. Yeah, I mean, especially because when you take a step back and read that, you know, at first blush, you may think, oh, what a lovely husband. He cares so much about Kelly Ripa. Uh, no, he doesn't. He cares. Well, I mean, and sure, he, he might, can but, care but, about. But the expression but this of, is about himself. But the expression of that on Instagram mm-hmm. is no bearing on your caring for another person. Yeah. And I am so tired, and I've had it such up to here. Why I don't know. Who cares? It's World Thursday. is a big place. It's a Thursday. Deal with it. I have had. I had a good night's sleep last night. I have had enough of celebrities and just people on social media in general addressing their trolls. Mm-hmm. And it's an opportunity for them to, you know, put 
justice back in the world. No, really what it's about is you and fine, get it out of your system, Mm -hmm. but it's not like I, you're not some like, you know, mother Teresa standing up or Joan of Arc standing up to your, you know, um, the people who want to destroy you. (laughs) This is the thing I've been, you know, yeah, I've been frustrated too a little bit similarly with social media for this reason as well, Bradley, that like, just like, we don't need to see these things play out on social media to trust that they're happening. I mean, the appropriate place to provide support to your spouse or significant other or friend or sibling or person you care about is to them. And it's this like over kind of flowery way that we do it so that everybody can see it. Yeah. And you're like, what are you trying to prove right now? Also, it's like your friends who God love them and we've all got them who live out their relationship on social media. And you're like, do you guys like talk at home or do you just do this on Facebook for the rest of us? Right. Like, do you know what I'm saying? Right. I know that's a little shady, but it's just it's a it's a cultural thing. Yeah. I don't feel comfortable doing that. And like, for example, if I were to say it's not like I've never said anything nice about Jamie on social media, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to do a big, long post unless it like there was something very unique. Right. I don't want to clo- totally close the door on this. I'm not saying that it's all or nothing. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, I'm not going to go on a Wednesday morning to Twitter uh, or Facebook and say, this is the love of my life. <laughs> and without him, blah, 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 blah. And sure, it sounds amazing and it seems wonderful. But he, when I got home that night, he'd be like, what, what was that all about? Right. You know, like, right. why don't you just tell me that? Right. Or send me a card. Because that's what really matters, yeah, right? Because otherwise like, it just feels like it's for everyone else and not for you and your you. relationship. And that's a judgment. And mm-hmm. I get it. But I'm allowed to have mm-hmm. judgments. Of course. And when I see celebrities doing this even more so, I'm like, this is far less about um, your own. Like, this is far less of, Mar- you know, Mark Consuelos sticking up for Kelly Ripa. Yes, and also the misguided notion that any words you say will ever stop somebody who finds enjoyment from publicly shaming you or telling you what's wrong with you. Like, th- that's not going to happen. And can we just point this out? And you don't have to take my word for it. I'm, I'm now I'm now flailing my pen. I'm not kidding pointing, you. I, like, he's aggressively pointing his pen. Um, notice that the people who do this usually attract more of these people. Oh, of course they do. And so it's like it's like a it's like a flies on doo-doo. Mm-hmm. If you feed the flies <laughs> doo-doo, yes. they're going to show up. Um this is what I tell my son. My son, you know, they talk about um bullying a lot in school and I I think bullying it's like Boy, there's a big, huge gray area where kids are sometimes just kind of jerky and they say the wrong thing or they are deliberately trying to pick at your scab, whatever that is. Call it bullying, call it whatever. But I would always say to my son, uh, my 11 year old in particular, who's a little bit different than the other kids in his class, but who's not. I would say to him, ignore them. If you react to everything 
it gives them fuel. They know they've gotten to you. Well, and it gives them They're trying power. to bug you. It gives yeah. them, yeah, don't give them power. Walk away. Do something else. The best revenge is living a good life, right? And so that's exactly what this does. It just pours the gasoline all over the, the fire. The problem is there's a lot of people like this who are then encouraging other people in their own right to do it. Like, oh, I'm going to be like Mark Consuelo. Mm-hmm. Anyway, sorry. That's okay. Exercise it. Um, okay. You feel good? Yeah, like way better. A little like a little lighter. I can deal with the world. Okay. Can you deal with this? I'm going to make this one really quick. Oh man, Sean Penn. He, you know he penned. Huh, see what I did there? A novel. Oh my and god! This did is you why read this? I'm about. I think I'm about to. Okay. The. <laughs> I think I know what you're going to read. So he has this uh, new book. It's called Bob Honey, who just do stuff. Whatever. It's apparently uh, a, a, a genre of fiction. I don't even know what he's calling it, but whatever. It's Sean Penn. So here's here's what you will find in his epilogue. You will find a poem that says things like, Once crucial conversations kept us on our toes. Was it really in our interest to trample Charlie Rose? Okay. I did not read that. Shall I go on? Yeah. Where did all the laughs go? Are you out there, Louis C.K.? Oh, Oh, do you see what he's doing here? Oh, wait. Oh, just in case you missed it, he'll get real Pacific right here. And what's with this me too? This infantilizing term of the day. Is this a toddler's crusade? Reducing rape, slut shaming, and suffrage to reckless child's play? Um, There's also I, some really graphic stuff in this. Um, I can't. I'll tell you in the break because oh it's gosh. shocking. Well, but it's disgusting. The more I, I just went to his Amazon, uh, the Amazon profile for this book, which I will not be adding to my cart. Thank you very much. The book Bob Honey, who just do stuff by Sean Penn. Um, it is a dystopian novel, uh, and it says things. Like, this is like the treatment he has written up for this book. Bob Honey has a hard time connecting with other people, especially since his divorce. He's tired of being marketed to every moment. Sick of a world where even an orgasm isn't real until it's turned into a tweet. A paragon of old-fashioned American. I'm an angry old white man with too much money. Yeah, and I think people want to read my dumb book because it has my name on it. No. Bye. (laughs) Bye, Sean Penn. Bye. Bye. Uh, and bye to us for a moment. We will be back with something very special. The throwback live at 145 is coming up next. And I just want to remind you that I won yesterday. We'll be back after this on my talk 107. I won yesterday. I'm going to win today. It's a song Havana by Camila Cabello. See, I'm practicing right now for the throwback live at 145. Bradley, you're full of crap. <laughs> I'm still winning two to one. <laughs> it's the nice Colleen try. and Bradley show on my talk 1071, streaming live at mytalk1071.com. We are everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, and it's time, you guys. The time has arrived for the throwback live at 145. I feel the need, the need for speed. Well, a, a boy's best friend is his mother. I love the smell of night pump in the morning. Oh, righty then. It's Throwback Live. Oh, you betcha, yeah. At 1.45. Go ahead, make my day. Here's Holly Roberts. It's time for Thursday's edition of Throwback Live at 1.45. Here's how the game works. We have five vintage pop culture audio clips. We're going to play them. The first to identify three correctly will win the throwback live at 145. And Colleen and Bradley, they buzz in by yelling. She's getting cocky. 
Can I, I love it. No, that, that's let me finish the rules. I'm going to finish the rules so we can play at home. Colleen and Bradley will buzz in by yelling out their names. Colleen! Just like that. Yeah, thank you. Just like that. All right, mm-hmm. here is our first vintage pop culture audio clip. Listen carefully and identify this. Well, my mom says I'm Colleen. cool. Colleen. That is, oh shoot, the bully from The Simpsons. His name is Nelson. Bradley, I'm going to play it for you. Identify this. Well, my mom says I'm cool. Uh, Well, I think you gave me who it was. I just have to get the name right, right? Who is it, Bradley? Uh, It is um, some kid from The Simpsons. I don't know. Eh. Sorry, it's actually Millhouse Van Halen. Oh, from Millhouse! The Simpsons. I'm Let's... a bad Simpsons person. Yeah. Sorry. Next. That was Mr. Burns. Sorry. Dang it, dang it, dang it, dang it, dang it, dang it. has no points. Bradley has no points. Moving on. Nelson would have been. You have this habit, though, that you have to, you're going to have to start thinking about. You just like to yell it out and then you don't get the answer. So I'm just saying you might want to give yourself another second. But if I give myself another second, then you're going to know your name. But I wouldn't have gotten that one. Well, I didn't know that. So, hmm. well, yeah, no, you actually didn't know it, which is why you got it wrong. I'm just saying, give yourself a chance. Well, thanks for the pro tip, Bradley. You're welcome. Moving on to our second. I mean, I've won t- 12 out of, you know, however many we've done. Well, that's great. Okay. But you haven't won today yet. Yep. Play your own game. TikTok. To our second vintage pop culture audio clip. Here we go. Identify this. Here we come. Colleen. Bradley. Colleen. Walking down the street. We get the funniest looks from It's the Monkeys. I need. I'm gonna get new headphones, FYI. I literally oh, cannot I'm hear. Gonna get new no, headphones. seriously, come Lay listen to this. I can't come and listen to that because I'm operating this other machine over here. Let's hey, listen. With the monkeys. People say we monkey around. We're too busy singing to put anybody down. That's right. That was the theme from the classic 60s sitcom, The Monkees. All right, Colleen, you have one point. Bradley Trainer, you have no points, but he, moving on. Uh, nope, we can't move on yet. He right. is actually, or maybe we can. I don't care. He's going to get some new headphones. Okay. Do we he need to dance really, around a little bit? No, he's back. I, yeah, he, oh, just give him a second. Okay. He has to plug him in. Um, he, wants, he was blaming it on the headphones. No, seriously, you you know I've been having he headphone problems. He has been having problems. headphone yeah. issues. He was yes. like Nancy Kerrigan at the Olympics when he yes. stuck, when she stuck her, her, not Nancy Kerrigan, excuse me, Tanya Harding stuck her uh, little boot up oh on the God, thing. How and do Lori said, and Julia deal with this every day? I have no idea. These headphones are like He's, from the They're 80s. not even plugged in yet. Oh. Holly, it's seriously, we're having, you know Technical why, issues? can I just say, you know why they choose those headphones? Because they go around the back of their hair so it doesn't mess up their hairdos. Oh yeah, and Donnie keeps those in a special cup every yep. day and bradley uh found them in that cubby and he's no, now she gave them to me oh that was oh, nice that was wonderful all right are you all set bradley he's not he's still plugging in and now he's ready okay ready now to we're go, ready, bradley, yep, ready to move yep. on to our third vintage it. pop culture audio clip identify this oh hold on okay, a second that's silence oh, oh well <laughs> the sound of silence here we go bradley trainer bradley trainer hamster dance that's right. This is I'm back. The hamster I'm dance. Back. Yeah, you're around. So let's jam out for a second, yes. shall we? Here we go. Yes, one of the first in 
internet viral sensations. I remember that. The hamster dance. All right, Bradley, you have one point. Colleen Lindstrom has one point. Moving on to our fourth vintage pop culture audio clip in the throwback live at 145. Please guess this. Bradley Trainer. Bradley Trainer. Mrs. Doubtfire. Robin yes, Williams. That is right. That is Robin Williams from Mrs. Doubtfire. Samson. Samford and Samson. I'm going to play this one more time. Take a listen. Yeah, that's Robin Williams when he sticks his face in a cake and misses Doubtfire. All right, Bradley has two points. Colleen Lindstrom, you have one point. If Bradley Trainer guesses the fifth pop culture audio clip correctly, then he wins. Colleen, you still have a chance to stay in the game. Please identify this. Colleen! That is Buzz Lightyear from Toy Story, the voice of Tim Allen. That's right. Let's listen to it one more time. To infinity and beyond. Oh, Oh my God. It's tied. It's tied. It's tied. It's tied. And that means when the throwback live at 145 is tied, we have to move on to our special tie-breaking six vintage pop culture audio clip. I'm going to play it. Colleen Bradley, please identify this. Bradley Trainer. Colleen. Is that Wheel of Fortune? Yes! That is of Fortune! Colleen Lindstrom, you just won a clear novelty briefcase full of $10,000. Wow. That's probably the most expensive Ooh. gift. That money is fake. Well, that's rude. Is it, do I get to cash it in for real money? No. Dang. But what? you get to keep the briefcase. Yay! I get a clear briefcase. Okay, how many have I won? I can't remember. Seven. Seven. I've won seven. Out and I've won today. Oh, I've, I've won 12. So, well, I mean, you still got I'm five more. Gaining on you. I'm getting yeah, better at that. it. Yeah, you are getting better. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, man, that feels good. Oh, thank you. All right. Well, Bradley, I can't gloat for the remainder of this oh, I bet segment. You could. Oh, I will. Don't worry. Yes, I'll do I'm it sure inside. But why don't you tell us about uh, what you read and what's coming up next? Um, okay. What is coming up next is a very special guest. Uh, we're t- going to talk about Scientology. Her name is Natalie. Um, so, you know our friend Natalie Webster. If you don't, she's been on our show several times. And she's going to be here to talk about an article that appeared in the City Pages regarding the uh, lessening the dwindling of the Scientology community here in the Twin Cities. So she was featured in that article, and uh, she's going to share that with us when she comes back. All right. When we come back. And we'll all be back uh, on the other side of this with our friend Natalie Webster talking about the Twin Cities Scientology movement and where we stand with that. Uh, After this on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 107.1.